everybody. Welcome back to Cryptids and Mystics. Bum, bum. Oh, we have sound effects now. I yeah. Wait, hold on. What, what, um, what button are you pushing? I pressed applause. I hope y'all are getting that applause. We should have really tested that, though, to be honest. <laughs> we should have worn headphones. We, we tested all the other things except for that. Yeah, we should have worn headphones. <laughs> we don't have the headphones, though. We got new um, sound equipment, Yay. and we just figured it out right now. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, when you put me and Sarah together, we wait until the last minute to figure out what to do with this. We so. fir- only 30 minutes after said we would start. That's fine. That's perfect. That's fine. We're doing amazing. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I thought that right away, too. I was like, oh, my God. We live on the internet. I don't know how to tell you guys this. Yeah. Um, What else is new with us? Um... Not much, really. Um, We're planning some behind-the-scenes content for you in the near future. We're thinking top of next year. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to encourage everybody who's listening to um, spread the word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let your peeps know about our little our little project thing here. We want to make this into something bigger, something better. Uh, give you guys definitely some more content for sure. For sure. Um yeah, just you know, spread the word. We are on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're in the process of getting on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Come on, approve us. Uh, can you like get it together, please? <laughs> we love uh, you so much. I love you so much, but I also hate you so much. Right <laughs> Not no. as much as I hated Apple trying to get that oh, fucking podcast God. on there. Lord. So that took a minute, but yeah. we got it. Yeah. Forgive us it. for the um. I know, like the num the numbers, they're listed incorrectly because I am uploading it from the SoundCloud while also uploading it directly to Apple. So I have to go back and like edit the number of episodes. But you know what? It's fine. But you get it. Yeah, you get it. If you've been here from the get go, you get it. And <laughs> if, if you've you... ever done a podcast before, you understand the struggle. And even if you haven't, come on, be nice. You know, like we're <laughs> we're we're doing our best here. Okay. Um. But yeah, definitely tune in uh check us out um would appreciate it if you guys did because we want to keep doing this for a good long while yeah um i enjoy doing this a lot i do too uh, it's it's a lot of fun i learn a lot more than i thought i ever would Me too. i'm definitely contemplating becoming a cryptozoologist now oh my god it's so inexpensive <laughs> <laughs> how much is it, it was like a hundred something, something dollars yeah under yeah. 200 you know what when are you gonna find anything that cheap these that's days? That's what I'm saying. I think Good we should Lord. just do it. Yeah. So that's what we're looking into. Um, so if you want to fund Manny mm-hmm. becoming a um, what is the word I'm looking cryptozoologist? for? Cryptozoologist. No, no, no. Like a um, like official. Like yeah. If you want this to be official, <laughs> please support us and you know like get us more people to tune in, man. I mean, you know, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, we have fun doing this. We hope you guys have fun listening. Uh, talking the things that we talk about and the jokes and the uh, serious and the not so serious things along the way. Yeah, we hope y'all get us. Do you get us? Do you get it? I'll wait. Oh my god, they they said no. <laughs> Rude. I'm sure if they were actually here, they would. They would probably still say no. But you. Know. Oh no. <laughs> Two lonely podcasters mm. out on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Just gonna drink my sparkling water. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're, let's make this rusty. rusty. Let's, let, let's, whatever I was wanting to say, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. Something like that. Uh, let's just. Manny said he loves a rustic podcast. <laughs> uh, whatever the hell that means. I don't even know what that means, but, you know, just take that what you, take that as you will. You okay. Know? 
Um, so now that we've given you all the updates, I will say that I'm going to go first this week. Yay! Yay! I would put the vlogs on, but it's probably annoying, so I'm not going to do that. Oh, no! Oh, no! Manny pushed it! <laughs> God, I hope it comes out. I hope it comes, so it comes out. I, I'm, I'll edit it in later. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, you know, uh, before you even jump in, I see all these buttons here. We have way too many buttons. Although there's that creepy one right there. Kiss? Oh, it's probably just like the smooching noise. That's still gross. Mm, don't do that. I want to know what like naughty does. The button says naughty. Where is it? Which is perfect because we're talking about Christmas today. So let's press the naughty button. <laughs> Whatever that did, I hope y'all are not. They turned it off. They're gone. Or at least you lowered the, the volume with what you're listening at this point, because I don't know how loud it is, or... I'll edit it. That's fine. Um, we don't have a nice button, so there are no nice people here. Only naughty. Damn right. <laughs> Alright, and so, today I'm going to tell you about Yule. Yay! I'm not going to push it. I'm <laughs> not going to push it. it. <laughs> I'm going to push it. When you have new equipment, it's so fucking tempting. Okay. <sighs> Damn. Um... So I'm just going to regale ye with the tail Re of Yule. I love that. Yeah. Regale. <laughs> um, personally, I'm an atheist, like an agnostic on a good day. Like mm -hmm. I tend to be kind of spiritual, but then I'm like one of those people that's like, I don't know what I really believe. Right. So I do celebrate Christmas because I love like spending time with my friends and family. I love gift giving. I love that it encourages people to be more like giving and kind um, it's one of my favorite holidays. It's right up there with Halloween for me. So sure. I do love Christmas, but I don't like celebrate the birth of Christ or anything like that. Um, and I don't really celebrate Yule because I'm not a pagan, mm -hmm. but I will explain that to you in just a second. I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. I, I honestly don't know anything about this. So, okay. Um, <laughs> So there are many Christmas traditions that come directly from Yule, and Yule is just a winter celebration that started with the Germanic peoples and continues even today in parts of Europe and with modern pagans. So it started a very, very long time ago. For example, if you've ever heard of the phrase Christmastide, which can mean anything that is affiliated with the holiday, or it can even refer specifically to the religious celebration of the period of Christmas Eve and then the 12 days after, um, like when the three wise men mm -hmm. went to see Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Christmas tide is a direct ripoff of the word Yule tide. Huh. Yeah, and Yule tide has been used since the 1400s. You you mean to tell me that Christianity <laughs> stole something? Stole something? Well, from a pagan <laughs> tradition. You know what? They do that a lot. I think this was in the beginning of Christianity okay. when. Yule was still going on, and, like, Christianity was really getting its talons in Europe. Okay. So, it really was one of those, like, conquering conglomeration kind of things. It was like the king said, because he decided he was Christian now. Cool. And he had to, like, win over people, so he couldn't, like, dive into it, because, like, people that were, like, celebrating other gods would have been like, now nah, we ain't doing that. And that that's how that, we got... That ain't it, fam. That's how we got Christmas right. today. So, um, Yule's actually a modernized word that comes from the word Yol or Yolnor, which are the names for the Norse god Odin. And if you're, like, an Avengers fan, you know who Odin is, obviously. Nice. Or if you're really into Norse mythology. Yeah. Um, it's believed that this winter celebration started as a celebration of Odin, 
If you align it with the modern calendar, it would occur for two months from mid-November until early January. And about 934. Yes, the year 934. That's how far back this goes. That's legit. Imagine imagine being festive for like two months. I mean, we technically do that now, right? Yeah, I mean, I... I in not in the way I wish. Well, like, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying like you know like we technically do, but we're not supposed to technically because you know we're like working and like responsibilities and shit. Yeah. But imagine that two months. I love that. I leave my Christmas decorations up for that amount of time. Hell yeah. I'm not fucking around with those Hell decorations. Yeah. Bring them out in July. Doing <laughs> um. So in 934, King Hakon the first of Norway began to Christianize everything. He moved Yule to align with the Christian holidays. So that's how he combined it. He was like, okay, I'll get you. I'll get all of you. Um, but like prior to that, part of the celebration included heading into a temple and sacrificing animals, mm-hmm. as many people did back then. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. would splash the blood all over the temple and themselves. So they would use like holly branches, yeah. dip them in the blood, and then like sprinkler style. Okay. <laughs> well. You guys can't see my hands, but I like fake splash Manny with yeah, animal it's, blood. It's, it's part of my skin routine, you know? Like... <laughs> definitely exfoliates really good um and then after they did that they would have a large feast and make a toast to odin and then freya and then the other gods and then the king himself so that's where he added himself in there like hey don't forget about me hey hey, hey, bro hey (laughs) i'm important too and then lastly they would offer a toast up to like the people that have been lost over the past year which is very sweet i think that's nice yeah i like that for modern pagans, they often celebrate with a feast and gift giving, and they consider it a celebration of the winter solstice and the rebirth of the great horned hunter god, which is sort of the male side of the spirituality. <clears throat> yeah, because there's like a female side and a male side. Great horned hunter god. I guarantee you've seen this symbol. It just looks like a circle with horns. Oh, maybe, yeah. That, yeah. That sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, modern celebrations of Yule that persist in Christmas traditions are... These are my favorite. I did so many of these. I'm so sorry. I just thought they were interesting, and I hope you all find them interesting, too. Take it. Um, we have the Yule Log, which is a log specifically chosen to be burned at the start of Yule and a little of it burned each night until the 12th night, when Yule is over. It symbolized the return of the sun and light. In Christmas, Christmas tradition, we have a TV show where the Yule Log burns in a fireplace continuously and Christmas music plays. Yeah. You know... Uh... A little bit of self-disclosure. I don't know why, as a kid, whenever I heard Yule Log, I don't know why I thought of someone, like, dropping a deuce. <laughs> like, well, because they do say log. Uh, so. Yeah, but still. I mean, like, now as an adult, I'm like, God, you're dumb. Like, what were you... Why would you... How... I mean... Like, I can't even explain that. Like, now you know, I can't... You have a big Christmas feast, you gotta drop the Yule Log. <laughs> Buddy... <laughs> Man, those tamales really hit heavy, <laughs> let me tell you. Jeez. We eat tamales around here. We're very Mexican. Oh, uh, yeah. That's for sure. Yummy. My favorite part. Hell yeah. Okay. Then we got the Yule Goat, which is a sim- simply a goat that symbolizes the change into Capricornus, the zodiac sign. So okay. they go from Sagittarius to Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And it's more commonly known as Capricorn to us, but the cornice in Capricornus represents a cornucopia, which represents a bountiful new year. That's cute. As time went on, the pagan tradition took different forms. Some would parade a real goat in town. Others would have someone dress as a goat and play silly tricks or bring <laughs> treats. And this is thought to be the humble beginnings of Krampus. Hey! Ah. You gotta love the tie-in. 
it's, then we have... it's almost like we planned it. Oh, um, what? We would never do that. Never. Everything is spontaneous how, and how, serendipitous. How dare you assume that we have our shit together, <laughs> that we'll be able to do it this Yeah, number way. one. <laughs> yeah, that. Mostly that. First of all, how dare you? Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Too much credit. <laughs> Too much credit. All right, the next one I have on my list is called bus sailing, which was when people would go door to door and sing, offer people a drink of their bus sailing cup which was filled with mulled wine. It was like a mulled wine concoction. Oh. And they would ask for treats, which was customary to give to the singers. Nowadays, we call this caroling. Uh, The word finds its origins in Old Norse with the greeting Ves Heil, and it means good health, which was what the Vassalers were celebrating and drinking to. That's I wish we still had something like that. Are you kidding me? You know what? They do do it in like certain states and they call themselves like the Vasailing crew or whatever. And they dress up in like wild clothes. It's kind of like a goofy parade. I, I, I wish. I wish. I don't we know why we don't do have that, that in LA because I looked for one and I couldn't find it. Well, I mean, aside from the fact that people are afraid to walk down the street nowadays. I'm well. Sure, but, you know, but either, either way. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about building a sense of community doing that? Like that would I think be, it would be it. fun. That'd be it. Yeah, that'd be so much fun. And you don't have to be a good singer. You could just be like, "Give me a treat." That's cool. That, that's, that's, <laughs> don't they have like those like like voice filters now too and everything like that? Just take a karaoke machine with you. Don't and... <laughs> you be like ghost face on the screen where you're just like holding in front of you? Like, Do you want to <laughs> yeah. play a game? <laughs> no, don't, I, don't open the door. If I knew how to use the voice shit on here, I would have done it, but I can't do it, y'all. Uh. <laughs> We're, we're just not going to try. We're just staring at the soundboard, sadly, right now. <laughs> There's lots of colors, just so you guys know. It just it lights up. It's very scary. It's very intimidating. We'll figure it out, I promise. Eventually. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so actually, like, the Vasailing thing was very similar to how trick-or-treating got started. Okay. It wasn't considered shameful. It was more about, like, the giving season. And although in some regions people could get downright pushy about it, Sometimes people would throw curses at people who didn't give them anything. Freaking rude. And if you recall the song, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, there's a line that says, oh, bring us some figgy pudding. And then it says, we won't go until we get some. And they keep repeating it. I, what? Yeah. And I don't know that. Oh, my God. It totally says that. It says, uh, so bring us some figgy pudding. So bring us some figgy pudding. And they repeat it three times. Yeah, Sorry, I know yeah, that's yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah. But then it says, we won't go until we get some. So bring some right here. You don't remember that part? No. Oh, that's a classic Christmas song. Wow. And they're like, give me my fucking free figgy pudding or uh, else. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I am beggars. singing to you. I am singing to you. They said, it's a Yuletide, and you better get your ass out here. Bro. <laughs> figgy pudding. Bro. Give me that shit. They're very serious about their food. Hell yeah. I. Can you blame them? That's true. I guess, like, during the time that this was happening, like, it's not commercialized like now mm-hmm. like and obviously there's not political things like now like back then it was like if you see someone who's poor on the street and doesn't have food if you can give them some of your like monthly ration you do that yeah so the good old days as you would say right <laughs> not the good old days back in my day i was born in the wrong time God. <laughs> that's a whole different thing to talk about eventually you Lord. like stockcoms Ugh. Um, the next one I have is decorating a tree, which is actually from two different pagan groups. Hmm? Uh, fun fact, in historical context, not religious or spiritual, by the way, people refer to pagans as anyone who had a spiritual belief that worships more than one god. 
Christians came up with this, obviously. So any group of people that is polytheistic would get the pagan label. The word actually comes from the Latin for rule or rustic civilian. So you're right. This is a rustic podcast. (laughs) It's a real tie-in. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I promise this is not We're connected on a psychic level. This was not planned. He didn't read my notes. Not planned. Okay. Anyway, the two groups were the Romans, who celebrated Saturnalia during this time and would hang metal ornaments representing their gods and what they represented on outside trees. The other group was the early Germanic tribes that would decorate trees with dried fruits and candles. During the conquering and then Christianization, this got formed into decorating trees indoors. Yeah. Yeah. They're symbolizing, like, bringing, like, light and goodness indoors during a time of winter and darkness and sadness and stuff. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if you mentioned this at all in in the remaining stuff that you're going to talk about, but the the whole pickle thing. Like, what? So that's actually an American thing. I don't know why I always thought it was a German thing. This the whole Americans time. say that it's like the German Christmas pickle, but it's German immigrants that came to America that started that. And I mm. don't, I don't have it in my notes, but I do know that, like, yeah, it's an American German thing. Okay. I don't know why they did it, but I think it's cute. And like the the story behind it is that like they pied a Christmas pickle on the tree, and then of the kids, the first person to find it gets a prize. Oh. I think that's cute. That is really cute. <laughs> Plus, I love pickles. Fact, man. You, I mean, you you're not gonna eat the ornament though, right? Like, no. We should try doing that from now on. Introduce that in our traditional thing, our yes. tree. Oh, like, we should do that for there. the kids. I'm that would be so you, cute. They I'm might fight about you. it though, but that would be cute. I mean, they won't eat the pickle, that's for sure. So at least there's that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a real pickle. It's like an ornament. No, if if you want an authentic, it needs to be a real. Pickle. Like the spicy ones in the plastic bag. Oh, oh they're so good. <laughs> now imagine that's what you hang up, and you're like, yeah, no, I don't need the prize. prize. That's the prize. That's yeah. what I need. Then I don't I'd be fighting these. them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Move, homie. You don't like pickles anyway. Get out of here. Yeesh. I love it. <laughs> God. I'm dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have kissing under the mistletoe. Mm-hmm. Many pagans had rituals around mistletoe, actually. Get it, girl. The Romans would use it to honor the god Saturn during Saturnalia, and they would perform fertility rituals under the mistletoe. So yeah, they would straight up fuck under the mistletoe. Damn. Get it. (laughs) Get it. As Christmas is a pretty family-centric holiday now where we're from, (laughs) we've toned it down a bit, and we just kiss under it. Lame. Um, (laughs) The Druids considered it to be a sign of peace, so they would lie their weapons down if they were underneath it and call it truce. Uh, usually temporary, but during that time of the season. Yeah. So, in a way, kissing is like a truce between two people to call peace. Nah, man. Oh, I think we gotta, it's sweet. We gotta bring it back to the, the OG <laughs> one. We gotta bring it back to... We gotta baby make another uh, mistletoe. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, hello, here's my gift to you. <laughs> um, And the last one that kind of surprised me, but shouldn't have, um, is Santa Claus. So... St. Nicholas was a patron, a saint of children, sex workers, and people in poverty. In the hardest of seasons, winter, he would come around and give out socks and food. He yeah. was merely a generous bishop, which I didn't know that that was like a real person. Oh, it was a real person. Yeah, he was oh. like just a nice bishop man who would do that. Okay. And he had a long white beard and a long coat. And that's kind of where we get that image. Uh-huh. Um, and then Coca-Cola took that and made it like well, the red coat. Of, and like, of fucking course they did. Yeah. Of course they did. <laughs> fucking Kathy. But before him, Odin was the bringer of gifts. He would bring gifts. 
and he would fly over on his eight-legged horse, Slupner, and drop off gifts for children. An eight-legged horse? That's right. He had an eight-legged horse. What you gonna do about it? That's badass. That's <laughs> badass. No, I've got I mean, Odin that. was like the baddest badass of all badasses. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the kids would leave gifts for Slupner, the horse, um, in their boots by the door, like carrots and hay and fruit, because he knew that he would be hungry on his travels. Aww. It was so cute. There you go, horsey. And that's where we get the tradition of putting things in our stockings. Ah. And that would be, like, why in Germany and, like, Scandinavian countries, the kids do actually still put little treats in their shoes, and in the morning, they get treats back in the shoes, not stockings. They don't really do stockings there. Interesting. It's so cute. That's I didn't like. I always wondered why people still did that. I didn't know where that came from. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, now that makes perfect sense. You know, why we have stockings still and everything. You know, but I've always wondered why. Like, like I mean, because you see stockings everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's like like a traditional Christmas imagery, right? Yeah, I thought and it then... came from like poverty. Like all you had was like a stocking, so you put it on, and then like someone look at this being so it. negative on a holiday. I didn't think it was negative. <laughs> Well, ah. I, I, honestly, that was my thing. I had no idea. I like, I always do. wondered. I was like, what What does that even mean? But that's you so mean? cute. No, it is cute. I like it. That's cute. I think, like, it was just so interesting to find so many of these things way back during pagan times and from Old Norse gods. And it's like, now I really have the fuel to my fire to, like, fight Christians. We're like, Jesus is the reason for the season. Like, no offense to y'all that believe in Jesus, but, like, don't come at me with that. Like. Yeah. These are commercialized capitalism holidays. Like, if I want to celebrate it however I want to celebrate it, that's my business. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, it, it's so sad how the true meaning of anything really gets diluted over the years, mm-hmm. right? Because at the end of the day, even if you're making the argument of this being, uh, you know, like something of faith, you know, with, with Christianity and whatnot, mm-hmm. I mean, what are you really doing to kind of match that energy you know what i'm saying like yes it just doesn't make sense to me that it's like okay well you're pushing for it but are you really implementing no that 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 sense of community that sense of support and care and things like that i have not seen it that often sometimes i see people that really like they go and help soup kitchens and they help pack things for the needy and they give gifts to the needy right but I also see people, like, faking that. Like, oh, I'm just going to clean out my pantry and give them all the old, gross stuff I don't want. And it's like, you know, poor people want good food, too. And like, think, they deserve non-expired food. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. And that, too, like, and, and then, you know, not everyone does it, obviously, but the superficial thing of, like, oh, let me post this on social media to look like I'm doing something mm-hmm. or, like, making a difference somehow and not really doing it. It's mm-hmm. like you're doing it to present a certain image, but you don't really do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like... Yeah. I just wish more people would take this time at the end of the year to be kind to other people seriously, and they just don't. And reflect, right? Yeah, there's no reflection at all. The idea of reflecting back how the year has gone, what can we do differently for the the upcoming year, Mm -hmm. how can we be better people, you know? I think... Shoot, how... How... how, Fuck, I can't even think of the words here. Shit. (laughs) How more united are we going to feel if we were to start applying that mindset? You know what I I'm think saying? so. I don't know. But then people want to turn it into, like, an argument about, like, which religion owns the holiday. And... How about the fact that there's multiple 
Oh, yeah. I thought that there's like more than one. There's definitely more than one holiday at the end of the year. Hence the happy holidays thing. Yeah. Right. Which a lot of people don't like. Yeah, I used Listen. to work in retail, and I would always say happy holidays, because I don't know who I'm talking to. Yeah. And, like, many times I have been like, oh, happy holidays, like, just have a good day, or whatever, and then people would be like, it's Merry Christmas? And I'd be like, oh, maybe for you, bitch. Like, <laughs> Sure. And and you know what? It's for you, fine. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean the next person's going to have it like that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I mean... We we can go on a whole different episode on just that, you know, know <laughs> like yeah. just that's a whole different thing, but I I just find it interesting all the stuff that you shared and and the parallels to how it was pretty much rebranded, mm-hmm. you know, to fit uh what is what is a modern Christianity approach to it, exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's still not that far from it. Like, no. I just traced all of that back, and it's not far from the original Norse celebrations. No. There's a lot of parallels to it, mm-hmm. you know, so that's why I'm like, is it really that different then? You know, no. like, no, and obviously people are going to fight you about that. And that's fine. Whatever. They can't, they can if they want Again, to. write to our email. It's cryptids and mystics podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Um, my sources for that were Wikipedia, of course, chefin.com.au, Encyclopedia Britannica, historycollection.com, and loudonmuseum.org. Um, and then I also have, um, a true crime corner for you, because I'm not going to let you down. (laughs) I have my hometown story for you. And I'll just call it my hometown story. I don't care if y'all know where I live. You're not going to triangulate me. And I don't think you care. (laughs) I don't care. Um, so I live in Covina, California. Hey. And we have, um, something very, very awful that happened, uh, about... 14 years ago now um it's called the um christmas massacre or the santa claus massacre okay just depends okay um so on christmas eve 2008 at 11 30 p.m a disgruntled ex-husband changed the lives of an entire family forever bruce jeffrey pardo dressed in a santa suit armed with at least four guns extra ammo and a homemade flamethrower knocked on the door of his ex-in-law's home. About 25 people, including his ex-wife, were there celebrating Christmas Eve together, and his eight-year-old niece, or his former niece, uh, peeked out the window after hearing the knock and saw that it was Santa with a huge wrapped gift. She flung the door open and was greeted with a shot to the face. Pardo then began shooting indiscriminately in the home, and partygoers and their former family members hit the floor. When Pardo was done shooting, some sources say he stood over people execution style and shot them point blank. He then pulled out the large wrap gift and inside was the homemade flamethrower. He torched the house and the blaze was so large that it took 80 firefighters and an hour and a half to extinguish it. Pardo left his to his brother's house in Silmar, California, which is 30 miles away, and he shot himself there. When he was discovered, it was found that the Santa suit had adhered to his body due to third-degree burns, and he had $17,000 strapped to him via cling wrap and a ticket to Canada. So that piece of shit was going to run. Yeah, he, he had no intentions to, to kill, himself, kill no. himself. And I think he just did it because the suit wouldn't come off his body, and he realized he couldn't get medical attention. So Absolute trash humor. Yeah. Um, when they searched his home, law enforcement said they found a virtual bomb factory. Cool. Yeah. All right. 
When all was said and done, nine people died, including his ex-wife, a child, two sets of parents, and his mother and father-in-law. One 20-year-old woman broke her ankle jumping out a second-story window trying to get away. Another survivor got away and called 911 from a neighbor's house. The eight-year-old niece who was shot in the face survived. Fucking hell. That is crazy, man. (laughs) Yeah. She's now an advocate for gun control and a star athlete. She is a fucking hero. I think she's graduated from high school now, but she's still an advocate for gun control. I can see why. Um, I won't tell you her name, but you could probably look it up if you figure out what this is. Yeah. Wow, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it's really fucked up. That kind of goes with what we were talking about earlier. You know what I mean? Like, talk about being such a vengeful bitch. You know what I mean? Like, God. I don't get it. Like, you can be upset with people all you want. That's fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 human nature to be upset and to get frustrated, to get angry. You know, have all those feelings. Fine. Yeah. It's what you do with those actions. Yeah, you I know. Don't... I'm sorry, with the actions you take with those feelings, I'm sorry. That's what I mean. Like, what the fuck, man? Like. I don't get it either. Like, why, if you were so mad that your wife divorced you, and I, like, I'm not condoning this in any way, but the only logical thing that you would think to channel that anger into would be to kill her. Why kill the whole family? What what do they have to do? Right. Right. But, and then even then, though, like, to go to that extreme of thinking, you know what? I'm going to snuff this person out. Which like, is fucking crazy to begin fuck, with. What the fuck, dude? Like, be pissed. Fine. But... And then, like, get over it. Move on with your fucking life, man. He like, was, like, a mechanical engineer and a scientist. So he, like, did all that stuff on his own. Like, he made the flamethrower. He made bombs. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense that he would. I think he worked for JPL. I can't remember. Trash human. Yeah, little piece of shit. Who fucking does that shit? Yeah. It doesn't matter that it wasn't during the holidays. Like, I mean, of course, yeah. that kind of adds the, the potency behind it, right? But mm-hmm. the, the fact that it happened in general is just disgusting. It's too fucked up. All right. Anyway, that was a sad, um, sad, sad way to end my story. So I'm glad that Manny's going next because he'll probably <laughs> bring up your mood. <laughs> All right, everybody. So, um,. I decided to make this into a multiple thing, not multiple episodes, so we're not, I'm not splitting it, but I mean covering uh, quite a bit of uh, folklore, holiday cryptids type of things, if you will. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance for going pretty long. It, it, is, it was actually, interestingly enough, uh, I didn't use too many articles or sources, if you will, Okay. Um, but... They had so much information just those bits alone. I'm like, dude, do I want to add more to this still? Because <laughs> all of a sudden it's become just a podcast of this. And yeah. I'm like, no. That's how so. I felt. I kept finding more things and more things. And I'm like, I'm going to keep at these four. You know, <laughs> so it was a, an article from uh, Mental Floss, Atlas Obscura, mm-hmm. um, Icelandic Provisions. Oh, okay. And you'll see why once we get to oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I went the extra mile. Or the extra click or whatever, you know. <laughs> and then uh, National Geographic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Reputable, reputable. Sure, sure. And yes, we're going to cover Krampus, but I'm saving that one for last. Yay. So, the first one off the bat. I'm going to tell you this much. I've never realized how many Scandinavian and like specifically Icelandic mm-hmm. creatures exist up until doing this research. Oh, yeah, they're very creepy. And I'm like, dude, what the they're like they have some fucked up lore up there. I, I mean, listen, it's dark a lot of the time around mm-hmm. this time of year, so I get it. So it's easier enough for them to kind of be like, let's scare some fucking kids. 
Let's create and some, some fucking, adults in America. Let's create some fucking childhood <laughs> trauma with this shit. Let's go. You know what I mean? Um, but the first one, I'm gonna apologize in advance for my pronunciation for certain things. They're gonna. <laughs> I don't speak Icelandic clearly. Um, and it's a pretty challenging language from what I've heard. Yeah. So I'm gonna try my best. It's gonna probably have some. <laughs> some Spanish flair in there somewhere because <laughs> I make everything sound Spanish all of a sudden. Uh, Jolakuturin? Jolakuturin? Usually J is pronounced like Y, isn't it? Jolakuturin? Sure. It's supposed to be an Icelandic Yule cat. Okay. Um, but the thing about this one, it might eat you. No. Kitty. Bad kitty. Kitty. <laughs> so it's, it's an Icelandic Yule cat that might eat you. This one's kind of gauging whether you've been lazy or not. So oh. if you've been if you've been good, if you've been working hard, if you get your stuff done on time, the cat comes around and provides you with gifts. If you don't, the cat will eat you. He's definitely eating me. I'm yeah, so yeah, sorry. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. And and the thing specifically with this one is that uh, he comes with gifts of new clothes. Aww. So kind of almost like in connection to what we were talking about before. Okay. So it comes with new clothes. Uh, you know, obviously some maybe like old navy. I don't know. I haven't really <laughs> figured that out yet. Or uh, not old navy. Uh, Scandinavian have, old navy. They have good deals. Um, <laughs> or H and M. Yeah, probably H and M. Probably more H and M. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, that style. <laughs> but uh, so yes. So if you if you were working hard, you'd be rewarded with new clothing. If you weren't, and you were being a total slacker, like you and I are, mm-hmm. uh, you would get nothing. Oh. And see, that's the way that they would find out if you were, if you were, if you weren't, because if you didn't have with new clothing, they're like, "Oh, this motherfucker didn't do shit. I'm gonna eat you because you're being lazy." Oh, that is so rude. Parents, man, I tell you, <laughs> we fuck up our kids. <laughs> so yeah, so it was mostly to kind of inspire the kids to, you know, be more active, do the things they're supposed to be doing, but it also work towards promoting charity like to kind of work oh. with helping the less fortunate to kind of get them to be more involved with their communities that way so there was they were intending to make it something positive mm-hmm. but obviously a freaking cat eating you is not no a it's pleasant fucking thing. scary that sounds freaking that would make people afraid of cats i think oh uh, yeah yeah oh no i love cats i love cats too um so that's the first one so you know don't fuck with Icelandic cats. Simple as that. Got it. Isn't there like a documentary of Don't Fuck with Cats? Yeah, it's about um, Cooper Magnata. Okay. Yeah. I haven't watched it and I won't watch it. Thank you. Uh, I couldn't finish it. I won't. I couldn't I finish it. I can't do it. I don't want to see cats. I tried. Vacuumed. I just can't do you, it. They don't show any of that. Oh, like, okay. Like, they don't show anything gory like that. Yeah, but yeah. um, just the thought of it. Ugh. The, Ugh. the weight I of can't. all that after. I was like, I can't. I, I, I think I still have like probably good 20 30 minutes to finish it and i just couldn't i'm like i can't do this anymore. i don't blame you i think once i think once his mom got involved mm-hmm. it's man, fucked up it's really fucked up man you're encouraging that shit <laughs> anyway all right that's not a good sorry um the next one frau Frichata. i don't know um it's german and austrian origin so okay. it's i'm definitely butchering that because i'm not german uh or austrian how is it spelled? Uh, Frau, F-A-F-R-A-U, mm-hmm. and then Prachata is P-E-R-C-H-A-T-A. Prachata. Prachata? 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 
Perchata? Perchata. Perchance. That's not what it is. No, it's really not. I really don't know how to pronounce what I'm saying. So the, the origin of this story is based off of a witch named Fra Perchada who hands out rewards and punishment during the 12 days of Christmas. Mm. 12 days of Christmas being from December 25th to January 6th, which mm-hmm. is known as the Day of Epiphany. Mm-hmm. So the punishments for your sins would be that she would rip your internal organs out. Oh my god! And replace them with garbage. Yeah. Germans are so... Their lore is wild. Like, it's... I can't. <laughs> They're so, all fucking around. There's another account that says that she goes around like around New Year's Eve and instead of uh, just garbage she'll replace the organs with rocks or or straw. No, thank you. I mean you're still dead either way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like why why even put the garbage there? Dude? I'm dead. You 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 She wants to it's her calling card. She's like, "Ah, you're garbage." Fair. Fair. <laughs> you're garbage human. Ah. <laughs> there you go. Uh so it's so the origin of the character herself is is supposed to be that it's believed that it's from an alpine goddess of nature. Like okay. it's kind of loosely based off of that. Um, and there's some there are some connections between this character and the next one that I'm going to cover, mm-hmm. which is why I kind of put them together because I figured they're almost kind of one and the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in uh, Italian uh, Italian origins and Russian origins, which is my favorite. Um, it is called La La Befana and Babushka. Babushka means grandma, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, so scary grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Real scary grandma. Oh no! So kind of similar to what we were just talking about uh, the, the 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 witch that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but La, La Befana is uh in Italy. Okay. And then Babushka is Russian and also Eastern European. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a lot of the you know, a lot of those, uh, that area there. So, she does the same thing. You know, punishment for those that are being lazy. You know, that's kind of... As usual. There. It's like, bro, you work enough. <laughs> Please. Please, let me rest. These holidays are for that reason. <laughs> Ma'am, don't take my organs out. So, in for the things that in January, she'll fly out with her broomstick. Oh. To meet with the three, the, the was it, the three wise men? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, seeking... The Christ child. Okay. So while she's doing that, though, she's going home to home looking for the Christ child. And if there's any children in that home that have been good, she'll leave them with gifts and cookies. And oh, okay. Like so, yeah, she seems nicer. Mm-hmm. Still doles out the punishment. I, I, I didn't say anything with regards to pulling out the organs because I'm okay, talking shit. Okay. But uh, she does do a lot of punishment for those that are being lazy. Like what? Um, don't know yet. It can be anything. What do you want it to be? I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> well, no, it's it's mostly uh, you know you get your ass whooped pretty much. Okay. Um, she throws a chocolate at you, regular grandma style. Bro, <laughs> you you, mm-mm. that's traumatizing. I know. That's traumatizing. <laughs> We've all been Especially there. if it's one of the waraches. Forget it. That leaves a mark. Mm-hmm. Fat leather across your face. <laughs> God, I think I still feel it. It's been years. Uh. This next one, I, I I was just busy laughing. I'm like, oh my god. So if anyone's seen The Office, you know what I'm going to be referring to in the next minute when I talk about Belschnitz. I don't I don't watch The Office. Ma'am. I've seen like parts of it, but I just can't get into it. Ma'am. I'm more of a Parks and Rec person. Ma'am. Sorry. 
got louder for a reason. <laughs> you have to watch that episode. But, okay. um, so, anyone that's seen The Office, yeah, it's pretty accurate with the way that it's being depicted there. Um, the origin uh, is from, like, southwestern Germany. Okay. Belschnickel. Um, he is, uh, what he does is that he comes to kids just before Christmas time and carries around a switch to uh, frighten kids and gifts for those that come in. Okay. So, they like switch Like, just to, to frighten them, or, like, to actually beat them? To beat them. Okay. Um, the things that has been switched in modern times, now, like, today, the switch is more of, like, they're making noise. Like, Belschnickel's making noise with that. They're kind of like, hey, oh. you're gonna get your ass whooped if you don't get your shit together. Okay. And so, it's kind of, like, giving them a warning where it's like, hey, you know, you still got time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm coming around. I'm coming around, bro. So what you're saying is, I have 20 days to get my shit together. You have 20 days to get your shit together. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, because if not, you're going to get your butt whooped. Okay. Okay. Um, kids would get candy from him if they're polite. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Just got to watch out for that switch. So, it's... <laughs> That's scary. Um, so, it's, it's a, the, the tradition of Belschnickel is still... Here in parts of the uh, parts of the U.S. still, mm. um, in a lot of German and Dutch uh, oh, traditions, okay. yeah. Um, so it, there's there's a lot of controversy behind that one mm-hmm. because there there is a helper that Belschnickel has, um, and this is go- that's coming from the Dutch origin. Okay, uh, with that one, uh, don't remember the name of the character, and because I didn't want to include him in there. Um, but he's supposed to be depicted as a, uh, like a little black boy that kind of runs around with him. So the whole caricature behind the way they used to depict black people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm like, that's very problematic. Yikes.com. You know. Okay. That's why I didn't want to talk about that. Good old fashioned European racism. Can't beat it. No thanks. (laughs) I can't, you can't with a switch though. Um, (laughs) so the name comes from the German word Belsen. Which is to wallop, mm-hmm. and then uh, nickel, for Saint Nicholas. See, um, come full circle, everybody. Got it. Again, didn't find it. So Santa Claus, Peter. <laughs> I, I weirdo, dude, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, he's technically supposed to be a like the the uh, anti Santa, right? Like yeah. Santa, like like Saint Nicholas is around giving the good kid stuff. Mm-hmm. Belschnickel is the one that's doing the dirty work. Got it's it. like, fool, you fucked up. I'm here to fucking put you in your place. Um, so, you inspired me with your fun facts. So I wanted to share a fun fact regarding Belschnickel. Okay. Um, around the, uh, if I remember, was it, I believe the 19th century in Pennsylvania, uh, they used to do this thing called Belschnicking. What they would do is that people would go out, get trashed, mm-hmm. get drunk. Like, a boy... Let me tell you, they would vandalize the city, and they'd pull pranks. What? That's what they would do. That's what they would do. Okay. During during this time of year. What in what year? In the, uh, I, I believe it was the nineteenth century. Okay. So eighteen hundreds somewhere. Got it. Uh, for those of us that don't have maps, <laughs> strength like myself. I always forget that you start at like zero. You started at like the the zero century. Yeah. So you have to like go one back. So yeah. You yeah, say yeah. the nineteenth century, it's the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. I hate that so much. Too. I, it always confuses me. Like, damn it. What century is this now? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm still alive, I know that much. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's what they used to call it. Okay. 
I'm like, I mean, I can, I can do that now. I have a way to justify it, I guess. If you want to be a vandal, <laughs> get hit with a switch. Um, next one, Hans Trap. Just, just sounds like a regular man. Funny you should say that. <laughs> so he's an anti-Santa that hands out punishment to the bad kids in a region in, in a Al Alsace and Lorraine regions of France. So it's French. Oh, okay. Origin this one. So the story goes that this guy was real. Oh. Okay. Okay. But he was rich. He was greedy. Was a Satan worshiper. Oh, well, ended up getting excommunicated from the Catholic Church. That took a very fast dip. Yep. <laughs> so the thing was that he was exiled to the forest within within okay. the region of France, uh, where he preyed on children disguised as a scarecrow. No, I don't like that. Mm -mm. No, mm -hmm. thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Pass. I, I get Batman vibes out of this one. <laughs> um, the only way he was stopped was when he was struck by lightning and killed. He was trying to kidnap a boy uh, while, the, while the boy was lost in the forest and lightning struck him because, you know, our, you know, God saved this child. You it know? was Odin. It was Odin. Fuck yeah, it was Odin. <laughs> you know, be, be he like, said Od enough of that. Odin be like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? So they say he still kind of goes around looking like a scarecrow. You know, no, thank you. You know, so. That's it, terrifying. It, it, that's that's one of those where it's like, get your shit together, kids. The scarecrow so they say why he was a scarecrow? Just that's that's the way he would disguise himself. Oh, that's terrifying. Okay. Yeah, he would disguise himself that because I mean, when you walk by him in the field, right, you don't think anything of it. It's just the yeah, you know, the, it's the being made of straw. Not I'm so not a fan. he would definitely play with those like you know like false confidence for people. Mm, Imagine I hate it. Ima no. I don't like it. No, that does bring a little spooky to Christmas stuff. Hey, you're right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Creepness, as we call it. There you go. See? <laughs> Still relevant somehow. <laughs> uh, the next one is Perry Potard. It's a French one. I don't know French. I can't help you. Sorry. <laughs> so it's a, it's a French legend, which the name is it's supposed to mean Father Whipper. Uh, excuse me? Father Whipper. Like he's the father that's a whipper, or like, he whips fathers? Uh, a father that's a whipper. So oh, got like, it. he okay. uh, is into BDSM. <laughs> Um, he is absolutely not, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir. What does BDSM stand for in this situation? Like, big, dark Santa man. <laughs> Close enough. I mean, he is. You know, he he had. I mean, we're gonna find out in a minute that he actually is one of uh, Saint Nicholas's sidekicks. Oh, okay. So why does Saint Nick have so many fucking sidekicks? Listen, dude. Saint Saint Nick is like claiming heads. Like, I he's guess like, so. bro, you fucked up. I you fucked so. up, and I'm taking you. Apparently. You know? Thank you, St. Nick. So, <laughs> this person began... Uh, so, the story is that this person started out to be an evil butcher. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and he craved eating children. No! Because, you know, cannibalism, BDSM, sure. Very specific, though. Yeah. So, it's believed that he or his wife lured three boys and killed them, chopped them up, and salted them. So that's curing, right? It cured them. Yeah, be salted. I don't like that. Why you gotta be salty for? <laughs> but good old Saint Nicholas came to the rescue and resurrected kids while taking like Jesus. Like, do you see the, the connections? <laughs> do you see the connections? 
And We're bringing he, it back, yo. He took this butcher to the rest. He's like, we'll get over here. Citizens of rest. Come here. Citizens of rest. Okay. I can't. This is a wild story. So as punishment for his fucked up deeds, mm-hmm. that's when his, he became Pierre Fortard, who is now St. Nicholas's servant, who dispenses punishment to bad children on St. Nicholas's Day. So the child cannibal walks around with Santa? Yeah. No. Santa keeps him in check. He's like, bro, bro. You cannot eat them, but you can punish them for being little shitheads. And he's like, oh my god, let me whip them, and then just take a little nipple. Like a come baby here, nipple. Give, give, me, give me that ear. Give, give me that, that little ear. toe. <laughs> just a little little pinky toe. That's fine. That's all I need. Santa's like, stop it. A little famished. <laughs> Bro, why are you stopping this? <laughs> you put me in charge. This is so weird. This is such a weird... Yeah. I, what is happening in France? I don't know, man. I, all I all I know is that I, I feel like Santa just keeps recruiting hitmen to do his yes. dirty deeds. In like all the stuff I read, it was like Santa has like a sidekick that's evil, and I'm like, why? Why does he do this? I mean, when we get the Krampus, right? I mean, that's pretty Supposedly much his role. He's a sidekick, yeah. Saint Nicholas got too many sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Good lord, him to be in the Justice League. <laughs> Let's talk about the Yule Lads. Ooh, Yule Lads. Yes, there is a uh, Icelandic pronunciation for it. I am not going to. I am not going. <laughs> you cannot make me. It is too hard. I, I think for everyone's sake, I just won't. Okay. So there's thirteen Icelandic trolls who each have their own names and personalities. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through each one of them. I promise, because you know why not? The uh, sheep pot bog. He's a pig like sheep fancier, aka. Mm-hmm. A sheep fancier? Mm-hmm. A sheep fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? Okay, what could possibly come next is my question. Oh, there's more. A gully hawk. Oh. He hides in ditches and gullies, mm-hmm. runs into cow sheds, and to lick the foam off of milk in milk buckets. Ew! That's what this homie does. So any milk you've had, like, during that time, probably licked it. Uh, uh, yeah. oh, I love the foam. <laughs> Ew. That's for the protein. Ew. Another one named Stubby. Okay. Don't I need to explain it. It's Stubby. Okay. It's Stubby. Got it. All right. All right. You know, size matters. Okay? <laughs> Get it right. Spoon licker. Okay. Can you guess what he does? I'm assuming he um, licks spoons. You're half right, yes, he does that, but also steals them. Uh, oh, thief. <laughs> got it. Bro, you just licked my spoon, and then you're going to take it. Why Why wouldn't you put it back? Let me watch it. I'm running low right, it's on... It's a lot more on, inconspicuous. I'm running low on the utensils here, sir. Spoon please. licker. He just lives in your house. My son has been throwing my, my spoons away. Please, <laughs> sir. Actually, the forks. Sorry. Forks. Um, bowl licker. Okay, so the same. Does he steal the bowls? Licks and steals the bowls. Oh my yes. god! But he hides under your bed. Oh no! Mm-mm. Absolutely. Bro's not. like waiting for you to not be paying attention no. after eating them uh, frosted flakes and leaving that bowl there. He's like, it's mine. I hate that. It's mine. I hate that for me. <laughs> Door slammer. Just slams doors. Absolutely. Okay. Is it because he's like mad? Yeah, he's like, "Fuck you and your door." Oh. You know. Okay. Uh, but, but, but I mean, the thing is that these characters are supposed to be more like mischievous. Just causing trouble and shit. So. I mean, everyone else is kind of like a, an eater and a liquor. This guy just slams doors. Yeah, well, you know, 
Gotta prove your point somehow. He's the oddball out. He's the fuck, black sheep of the family. Fuck the door. Just <laughs> fuck your privacy. Fuck you feeling like you're safe in your own home. You're not. I'm in here. <laughs> I'm in fuck here. this door in particular. In fact, you know, I got, you know, a spoon liquor over here stealing your spoons. <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm distracting with slamming the doors. See? You get so it. weird. You get it. Um, skier gobbler. Okay. Oh, and, 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 and uh, He eats skier yogurt. That's where the, uh, random source that I listed earlier comes into play. Okay. Because I'm sure you're thinking, what the hell is here? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see? <laughs> Telepathic connections here. It's a type of Icelandic yogurt that's thick and creamy, and it's been consumed by Icelandic people okay. for nearly a thousand years. Oh, okay. So it's it, it's supposed to be more nourishing in comparison to, say, regular yogurt, which is why it's hmm. thick and creamier. It's supposed to be more, it's supposed to sustain you more. So this particular lad okay. this troll yes, yes. <laughs> i'm scared sausage swiper excuse me <laughs> no that's not code <laughs> i think once we get the sausage swiper at this point you kind of lost not me. sausage swiper buddy why you gotta say the sausage first? he's the gay sibling does anyone else want girl <laughs> i can say that i'm gay you can't i know but still girl <laughs> Don't be putting a troll into this mix, man. Right, that's up to him. That's he can live his life however he wants. That's fair. Consensually. Yes. <laughs> doorway sniffer. Excuse me? I want to hear what you think a doorway sniffer is. I want to know. Just what do like you think? The, the little dude that smells the door? Like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. Bro, what do you smell? Um, yes. He has a rather large nose. Okay. Sniffing through doors in search of bread. Okay. He's not making that bread. He's taking that bread. Oh, okay. Get it? Get it? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't. Anyway, um, <laughs> meat hook. Oh, what? <laughs> Carries around a meat hook looking to steal some meat. That's really weird. He has his own hook? Yeah. Carries a meat hook. Got yep. It. Got He's it, like, give me that it. shit. It's mine. <laughs> and then candle sealer. See, the, 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 the funny thing about that one, I mean, straightforward. He steals candles. Yeah. Right? But he's he's specifically doing that to the kids as an intent to leave them in the dark. Oh, that's mean. I know, fucking asshole. No, I don't like that. What the fuck? What if I'm afraid of the dark? Bro, <laughs> give me the fucking candle. Alright? What is it? Bath and Body Works. Okay. <laughs> it's lavender. It's calming me down. Why are you taking yeah, that I like from it. me? He's like, hmm, it's real nice. Is that essential oils mix? Um so they would uh they would steal things control on the Halloween. Mm-hmm. All them peeps. So, uh, some of them are actually criminals, too. What? So they cause crimes, bro. Oh, okay. You're licking that spoon. It's a crime. <laughs> crime against humanity. Not a crime. So they were used to scare children into behaving. Mm-hmm. As usual. Childhood traumas. Um, we love those. So the thing is that they don't all come together. Okay. All right. So during the 13 days leading up to Christmas, mm-hmm. each day a new one comes up. So they like switch off. One okay. day it's fucking bootlicker or whatever the fuck I said. No, <laughs> Not uh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> Bowl liquor comes one day and then he gets to freaking sausage stealer. He's like, bro, they're not paying attention. You're in. Get in. Tag. Your turn. These fools got rid of all their bowls. I can't do shit. You know, like. All together, they sound like the Grinch. Like they take all your holiday stuff, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. do all these awful tricks to you. Yeah, pretty much. And it changed, the story changed after around the 19th century when 
Santa Claus kind of got introduced and everything like that. So mm-hmm. they, they played more of a role within the holidays during that time. Mm-hmm. Before, it wasn't, that wasn't the case. It was more of just like, hey, you know, this is kind of keeping the kids in check, making sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like all year round? Pretty much. Oh. Well, but specifically during the holidays, during that time, that 13 oh, okay. day. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, like, parents still had that as a way to kind of be like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, watch these out for trolls, Watch man. out for apparently bootlicker. Yeah. <laughs> That's a new one. That's the 14th one. The lesser known it's the, one. It's the American one. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's keep going with the notes here. So what they'll do now is that they'll leave gifts in your shoes if you've been dressed up. Okay. Can we come full circle? Full circle, full circle. Full circle. So yeah, so they'll leave it in your shoes. Be like, hey, bro, you did good. You get to keep your sausage, and I get to leave you a little gift in your shoe. That's cute. I know. So sweet. So sweet. Uh, Next one. Grilla. It's an Icelandic Christmas figure. The giant-ass troll. Oh, okay. Huge. For some reason, I pictured it as small. Sweet. Oh. <laughs> Look at you, my pocket. Um, constantly in a bad mood. Okay. Because we're constantly hangry. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, who would be hangry? Yeah. But, hangry for children. No, thank you. Why do they all like to eat kids? Bro, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it just... Play the kids at home. All right, <laughs> like, they, don't eat them. They're traumatized enough. You yeah. got the Yule cat and all this mm-hmm. stuff. These fucking bootlicker and the 13 <laughs> other trolls after them. Come on. So every Christmas time, she comes down from her mountain to hunt for naughty children. Okay. She kidnaps them, drags them back to her mountain dwelling in a sack, and makes them into a fine stew. Ew. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Sounds delicious. <laughs> um... So there's a connection between this one and the ones I just shared, which were the the, the trolls, okay. the Yule lads. Uh, she is actually considered to be the mom of the Yule lads. Mm-hmm. That's weird. See, the interesting thing about it is that this didn't come around until like around the 1600s that she was made into the mother figure of the Yule lads. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so according to legend, though, she had three husbands. And 72 children. No. 72. Mm-mm. Homegirl was busy. They were 72. walking right out of there. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> they all did things like cause mischief and commit murder. Wow. So they ranged. They had a range. You think she would have, like, stopped after, like, the first few were kind of bad? I mean, she's hangry, so, I mean, she's not really <laughs> concentrating. Well, she's so hungry because she has to have all that energy to have kids constantly. My thing is, three husbands and 72 kids. They were all busy. Bro, when do you eat? When do you... She doesn't. Th- this is why you're hangry. <laughs> you're busy doing whatever this is. Mm-hmm. Eat something, please. G- give her a fucking Snicker. No. Something. <laughs> and also the old cat lives there. Oh. They're there all. Just one, one big, big happy family. family. <laughs> you know? Hey, great. That sounds good. Um, The next one is the uh, stra- Straggle? S-T-R-A-G-G-E-L-E. Sure. It's a Swiss origin. It's a, This one doesn't have much information with this one. It's a, But it's connected to the one I mentioned earlier, the, the Prachada one. Oh, okay. Because he's a demonic-looking helper. No. Who travels with her Mm-mm. to, you know, either leave gifts for the kids if they've been good mm-hmm. or help give out some of the punishment. Why? I don't. I don't think she needs a helper for that. No, 
No, and then especially if it's a demonic one. Yeah, no. Get get out of here. Mind your business. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> you don't know what year I've had. Okay. He thinks he does. You're not my therapist. You don't know what's going on. Leave me alone, man. I'm I'm depressing. I'm depressing. <laughs> He's like, here's some Lexapro, and I'm gonna whip you. <laughs> and you're gonna whoop it anyway, you know. But you know, take the Lexapro. You'll be fine. Have a zany, you know, and I'm maybe, gonna whip you. Maybe I'm well be trained too. Everything. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> this one was my favorite, and I I feel like I have to do a deep dive at some point for okay. this one because I'm like, this is fucking creepy. And it's almost like Halloween-esque, but it's not. Okay. The Mari Lude, it's, 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 it's supposed to be a Christmas zombie horse. Excuse me? A Christmas zombie horse. No, I like the eight-legged horse that I talked about more. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll feed that one, for sure. So this is a skeleton mare from Welsh origin. Okay. You know, we, we ventured away from Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. We got too cold. We scared. Um... It rises from the dead and wanders the streets wanting to get into your house. Why? Because it's fucking zombie, man. I don't like it. It's a zombie, man. Is it the same horse that rises from the dead every time or is it like a different horse? Same one. Oh, okay. So, uh, but you're asking yourself, how the hell do I keep it out of my house? Yeah. That's a really good question. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so, you gotta get into a battle of rhyming wits on New Year's Eve with this thing. Are you telling me I don't have to know how to rap? I, I wrote that it. on the side of my note. A rap battle? Like, uh, 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 I need to watch Eight Mile for this. Like, <laughs> like do I need miles. to? Do I need to get inspired by this? Like, what is Not this? Eight Mile. Oh my God! Anyone that's too young to recognize what the hell I'm talking about? Oh man. Oh, hopefully a lot of you know what I mean. Uh, but yes, uh, pretty much like a rap battle. No. I mean, I would fucking lose that. I know. I'm no Cardi B. I'm sorry. A freaking. It would come in. But okay. I, what else am I going to do here? There's a horse in the hospital. <laughs> Listen, guys. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I'm not creative enough. I'm sorry. I'm not either. The Welsh horse is here. The Welsh zombie horse is here. Uh, it's, so the way it, it normally comes out, it's that it's being represented by a puppeteer. Okay. Parading around a horse skull draped in a white cloth. That's how they show it. I don't like that. I'll show you a picture in a minute. Am I gonna be scared? It's, it, it, it is kind of creepy. Okay. All right, all right. We're almost there, guys. We got two more. Woo! We got two more. Good God. <laughs> the uh, the tomcat. Okay. Again, Scandinavian. Good old Scandinavia, because you know we're what back. else? What what else are we gonna do? <laughs> what else are we gonna do? Uh, it's it comes from Scandinavian folklore, similar to a gnome. Okay. And it lives along with the dead in burial mounds. Um, like, just lives there? Yeah, he's like, what's up? Cool. Lives dead. alongside the bones of my dead aunt? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dead body. Hey, how's it going? That's cool. weird. You, you, you're preserved real nice. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to be a protector, caretaker, and helper around the house. If you don't piss it off. Oh, well, how do you piss it off? Well, he's short-tempered, so really anything to set him off at this point. Got you it. You know what I mean? So, it's like, bro, I accidentally nudged you. <laughs> Okay, I was getting out of the bathroom, out of the shower. I didn't see you there. You're a freaking gnome, dude. You're short. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? He wants to beat you with a switch like everyone else in this story. No, 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 no. <laughs> Buddy goes worse than that. What? So, he's, like I said, he's short-tempered. Okay. 
uh, and he does, you know, messed up stuff around the house, like starts destroying things. But, but he also fights. No. Mm-mm. You can uh, feel a little chompers to yourself. That's the thing. I'd rather you switch me. Yeah. I might be into that. You don't know. <laughs> but not the biting? No, because this is poisonous biting. Oh, right? my So bad. the thing with him is that if he bites you, you die. Because it's poison. What? Okay, you can't just bite me one time and then I die. That's that, well, that's not a warning. Look, the the Tom Ten makes it rules here. Okay. I, I'm just merely living okay. in its okay. own planet. Okay. So, you want to be on the good side then, right? Like yeah. at this point, you're like, no, bro, don't bite me, don't fuck up my house. <laughs> don't do tease I, me, bro. How do how do I keep you and keep us in good graces? Mm-hmm. So, if you leave him some food on Christmas Eve, then you know. Okay. You'll be like, all right. We're cool. We could do that. I got you. Don't trip. Destroy one thing. Maybe not the whole thing. <laughs> what, what the fuck with the biting? I don't know. <laughs> Just, that what? was scarier. Why would you? Not in COVID times. Please leave me alone. <laughs> Please don't bite me. Please don't get me sick. Apparently that's what you deserve. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. It's the last one. This is the big one. Drum roll. I don't think we have one yet. Do we have one? I don't think so. No, we don't. All I'm right. I'm just be like. <laughs> I, ho- I hope that comes I out. I hope it does too. I hope that comes out. We'll just splice that whenever we need it. <laughs> Krampus, baby. Yes. What's up, buddy? Krampus, daddy. Yo, yo. <laughs> I like them horns, but. So it originates from parts of Germany and Austria. The name is derived from the German word Krampen, meaning claw. Uh, and it's said to be the son of hell in Norse mythology. Okay. So, little fun fact there. Uh, of course, St. Nicholas is involved. Of Always. Of course he was. Always. Of course he was, St. Nicholas. It's his demonic sidekick to beat the naughty kids, put them in his sack, and drag them to hell. Wow. Nick Buddy. is so messy. He loves, like, a bad sidekick. Like, dude... Like, are you really mean then? Because you're okay. <laughs> That's what I'm this. saying. Like, you're okay. That's these what things. I'm saying. Oh, uh, sir, <laughs> you're supposed to be nice. He's like, oh my god, I'm such a good guy. I'm so good. He's the one doing the bad thing. Like, oh my god, do the bad thing, guy. Do the bad do, thing. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> you can't get mad at me. <laughs> so he comes with chains and bells, and birch sticks meant to, uh, you know, beat them naughty kids. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not bad enough you're being drugged to hell, right? Now you're gonna get yeah. beat with sticks on top of that. I figured. Sure. So the thing is that the, the way that he's depicted, it depends on the region. Mm-hmm. Generally, you either get either a devil-looking figure or a wild alpine beast-looking figure. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Um, but some of the more detailed descriptions that are anything, including like a half goat, half demon, okay. with, with horns, dark hair fangs, and a long tongue. You know, why not? That's cool. That that sounds pleasant. There's some connection to Greek mythical figures like sat- satyrs? S- satyrs? Satyrs, satyrs, mm-hmm. and fawns. Mm. Okay. There's a Krampus night. Oh, okay. It's on December 5th. The eve of St. Nicholas Day in Austria. That's tomorrow for us, as we record. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> So, I mean, he's going to take me. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm like, nope. He's got me. You know, but I've got less than 24 hours at this point. Not ain't going to happen. I'm already procrastinating anyway. <laughs> got notes to do. Um, so, I mean, 
I'm pretty sure y'all remember the horror movie that came out in 2015 in Krampus. Mm-hmm. I never watched that. I haven't watched it either, but it's there. <laughs> Don't want to watch it. I'm not a big fan of uh, horror movies. So just... Oh, I love horror movies. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Amy hates that I'm a, a horror movie. I know her and I still have a like a standing beat of a horror movie fest. You need to, you need to, because she keeps asking me. I'm like, we've been married for how many years now, and She's you're like, still Sit down. We've been together how many years now? Watch this movie. <laughs> She's gonna strap you to a chair and be like, "This is my Christmas gift." You know what's so funny is that that stuff freaks me out, right? But like, I'll watch stuff like involving ghosts and paranormal and all. And that, that doesn't freak you out. It, it it does, but I can still watch it. But like, movies aren't real. It should be easier to digest. Ma'am, Krampus is real. <laughs> Have we not been talking not about this? Not that well? version of Krampus. Okay, that's right. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. I Don't ask me to make sense of it, because I can't even make sense of it, and I'm the one that's doing it. So, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I mean, I fall asleep listening to murder podcasts, so I'm not judging you or anything. I can't do that. I fall, well, I fall asleep watching those, I think. Okay, see? Same issue. So interesting thing about this whole Krampus thing, right? Because I mean, it's really super popular now, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you're seeing a lot of events happening in uh, a lot of the European countries, like embracing having festivals, having people dressed up like Krampus. Mm-hmm. Like you, I'm sure you've seen all the pictures. They get so into it. Like it's the pretty, prosthetics. And... It's pretty fucking cool. Um, but for a good long while there, no one was really allowed to really practice that in Europe. Why? So it was banned for years by the Catholic Church because of its demonic appearance. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to do that. Um, but also, post-World War II Europe didn't really okay. want to encourage people to celebrate or, you know, like, do festivities like that with Krampus. Mm-hmm. And the reason why? Because it's a creation uh, of social democrats. What? Social, social democrats created Krampus. That's why they couldn't celebrate it. How do they know that? Is that true? Because they're fucking involving politics and everything. I don't think that's true. <laughs> they're fucking involving politics and everything. <laughs> of like, course it's there. Like, that's so of stupid. Of course it's there. That's so stupid. And because, think about it, during that time after World War II, the West and the East were split. Right? Mm-hmm. So the West was, you know, the US and all the Allies and all that shit. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the East was, you know, the Russian bloc and all that. Um, so a lot of the celebrations happening in the East, mm-hmm. you know, which is where it's heavily being at now, Austria and all that now, was part of the Soviet bloc. Got it. So any sort of feeling where it's like a democratic connection to it, they're like, nope, get that fucking shit out of here. Got it. But either way, I'm like, it's fucking Krampus, dude. It's a fucking goat horn demonic thing yeah. here. What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? I've why never do you have thought to get, about that. Why do you have to get politics involved? Why? Always. For no reason. Leave it alone. Whatsoever. It's demonic. <laughs> You're all evil. Leave it alone. <laughs> Good God. Anyway. Can't a guy just have horns and a fork tongue? Come on. Can't a guy just drag you to hell? <laughs> In his sack. Uh, bro. <laughs> Hit you with the switch first and then drag you to hell? Oh, why can't he? Why can't he just do that and, you know, let him vote for whoever he wants to vote for? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You want to vote? Whatever you want. Cool. Just don't drag me to hell. I love Krampus, just for the record. I do, too. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. The uh, not-so-well-known history of uh, holiday cryptids. Um, I think my favorite was the kitty who eats you. He's probably cute, but you know. Oh, come here. Oh, my God. My 
I think my favorite was uh, the zombie horse. I thought sure. you were gonna say bootlicker. <laughs> no, no, that, that that's a good creation. I like that one. He's pretty cool. Um, so zombie horse is pretty cool. Though. Zombie horse. I'm gonna give it that one. I mean, Krampus. I mean, of course, like that's obviously, obviously that one. But I think between zombie horse and the giant lady, the giant oh. the one with the seventy two kids. Mm-hmm. That's Man. the mother of the Yule lads. Yeah, Man, I love the Yule lads. This is why you're hangry. <laughs> Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep preaching about that. She's please, a little bit. Please make time to eat. <laughs> Not the children, but please make time to eat. Yeah, no children. No don't children. eat the children. Please don't eat them. Anything else before we wrap it up? Um, I finally saw Wednesday, and we talked about it oh, last yeah, time. Oh yeah, yeah. What'd you think? I finished it, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. My girl Jenna Ortega slayed. Um, the costuming was amazing. Mm-hmm. The tone mm-hmm. was amazing. I loved the mystery behind it. It it did have its like campy, goofy moments, but I like that. Um, Why did you go on this like? I didn't really care for Jenna. I, you know, I I just picture him being so attractive. That's what I thought. That I told Angela, and she was like, "Yeah." I guess because I, I think back to the, the movies. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I gotta go fucking look her up. I'm gonna tell that's you. true. Well, I forgot his name, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, but then and, and nothing against the guy who's playing him now. Yeah, I, can't I love him. He's he's funny, mm-hmm. and you know, and he did a good job of acting. Yeah. But I just think it didn't. He didn't have the right look. Yeah, it didn't, no. it didn't work for me. No, but it's still a good show, though. Yeah, I, 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 was a I really good show. I love Thing. Thing stole the show. He was very cute. Enid, love her. Mm-hmm. She's so cute, little werewolf girl. Um, my wife thinks that Enid and Wednesday should end up together in season two, so she's shipping them already. Okay. I don't personally see it, and I make everything gay, but she loves it. <laughs> so if it happens, I support it. I mean, sure. I can see that. Good I mean, that's me. usually the way it goes, though, right? Like, yeah. tumultuous relationships yeah. start. And Enemies like, to friends to lovers. Right, 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 right. right. So, so that's, that's usually a, a, it's a common trope. formula. Yeah. yeah. So I'm here for it if it happens. Sure. That's fine. Sure. I'm game. I wouldn't be opposed to it. That's for sure. Okay. Um, I I still need to listen to that podcast you sent me. Ghost Church? Yes, it is called Ghost Church. With whom? Uh, Jamie Loftus. Jamie Loftus. Um, she does sort of a investigative journalist take on uh, Casadega, which is the Florida community of psychics. And that was the one you brought up last episode. Mm-hmm. It is very good. Um, I loved it. It was a really good take on American spiritualism in modern times. Mm. Um, yeah, and she's also like dealing with the loss of her father, so it plays into like how she views what's going on there. And she That's remains cool. very skeptical. She doesn't get like sucked in, but she also doesn't like completely back away from anything. She right. immerses herself completely. Nice. It's a, she did a really good job on that podcast. Oh yeah, I got I got to listen to that one. That, yeah. that when you high praise to her when you texted me the other day, I was like, damn. Okay. It's not that long either. Yeah. Well, I've got time. <laughs> um, well, hope you guys enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us as always. Um, Don't forget to DM us your stories or email us your stories. We are <laughs> on the lookout. For sure, man. I mean, we want to encourage you guys to be a part of this too. I mean, if you're joining us with these stories, the least that we can do is incorporate you guys. Somehow. Yeah. So we're more than happy to. We love y'all. We really do. We appreciate the support. And all the uh, listens and all the likes y'all are giving us. And just... For sure. Uh, you know, follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Cryptos and Mystics Pod. 
podcast. Right. Leave the review in the app store. That really helps us out. It bumps us up there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Five stars. Please. Please. Um, and, and look, we're, we're down for the feedback, too. Yeah. Like, like I, we're not opposed to constructive criticism, but that's the difference, though, right? Yes. Is between constructive criticism and just bashing someone. Do not bash. We'll not listen. Yeah, if you have something care. to say that you think would really help our podcast, please tell us. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, not just a break spirit scene. Yeah. So. But anyway. There you go. Thank you for listening to Cryptids and Mystics. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.